right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Aylette. And this is an episode to discuss Hannah's Bliss, which is a book by Danya Voss that I received this month for Book Gush October. So this was a fun event a bunch of indie authors got together to do, and they asked readers, especially any readers with book-related social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, to submit their names, and they would receive a free surprise book in the mail. And then the only thing they'd be asked to do is to unbox the book and put up a video and then also review the book um, with a video at some point during the month. So for October, we've participated by doing that. And I received Hannah's Bliss by Danya Voss. So I'm going to talk to Selah about it because I've read it. Yes, and I haven't. So I get to be the audience. (laughs) So this will be exciting. We're not going to do a full episode about it because, again, I've read it and Selah hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But we wanted to share it with you because it's a special a special book for a special event. And uh, yeah. we love our indie authors, so I love doing anything to support them. Hell yeah. All right. So this is a contemporary romance book. It takes place in Chicago. I think it's part of a series called Windy Series Nights. Windy City Nights. Sorry. Series <laughs> called Windy City Nights. It seems to be, you know, a couple different groups of friends that I think in books one and two, different guys obviously hook up and find their wives. Mm-hmm. And then this one is Hannah. <laughs> Hence the title. Hence the title. And Rocco, right? Rocco. Let's hope I'm not wrong. Um, Rocco reminds me uh, of the, Yes, his name is Rocco. The Boondock Saints. Okay, cool. Okay. I just was like, ooh, what if it's not Rocco? What if that was his brother's <laughs> name? Well, because there's two, there's actually a lot of Italian names in here because there's a whole Italian family. So okay, I was like, oh, what if it is somebody else? Um, but yes, it is Rocco. So Hannah is an event planner, works for her mother. Her mother is a horrible person. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Something that I came to understand in reading this book and the differences between paranormal and contemporary romance Contemporary romance do not have the difficulty of needing to world build. There's no world to build. It's just fucking Chicago. We all know Chicago. I mean, even if we've never been there, you still know Chicago. You've seen enough TV movies. It's fucking Chicago. You understand it, right? At a visceral level. So they literally can just jump into the story. There's no need Mm -hmm. to describe what the fuck a vampire is in this world and how they (laughs) can exist in the sunlight or not and like where their magic comes from and all, you know, like all that shit that we have to deal with to really create the world in which we're taking place. That's not required in, so, in contemporary. So they just jump right in. So she's <laughs> a wedding planner. That, uh, well, she's an event planner. They're working a wedding. Her mom is just an exacting, precise person who doesn't treat Hannah like she can do her job. But she's super good at her job. Also, just as a side part to the whole story, because it, it is important, her mother, who runs this event planning business, and this other woman who is, runs a photography business in town have decided that their children should get married and combine the businesses together for all of each other. Oh, my God. We are not medieval. Right. <laughs> and so for, you know, a couple of years, Hannah's mom has been pushing her towards uh, Darren, maybe? 
Oh, Dick. His name is Richard. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, how did I nice. not remember that? You well, got the D. I read this book in a day, guys. I was that. It's very good. That's why I read it so fast because I just was like, I just need to have this whole thing and I just need to know it. But then nice. it, it, you know, that was a week ago. So now I'm like, I don't know anything about this book anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his name is Richard. But they call him Dick a lot because he's an asshole. But um, so they, she's kind of been dating him, but she hasn't really. She knows there's nothing there. She doesn't like him or trust him she knows he plays around and sleeps with everything he can uh. um and in fact she starts the day by walking in on him groping the cantor for the church that they're having the wedding at oh my <laughs> now, god it was consensual groping but it's still <laughs> like you're literally about to do a job and like both of you even her like you're, yeah. you guys are about to do work like don't stand in a closet groping each other anyway sorry and but then he's all like, no, you know, we're still gonna get together. We're gonna get married. I'm gonna use your talent and power to ride your coattail. Like basically, his whole idea is he's gonna end up in Hollywood directing movies because he's a really good photographer and stuff. But and somehow their marriage will ha- allow that to happen. I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm not gonna marry you. Mm-hmm. And he grabs her arm and he does bruise her. Um, <gasps> it's the first time uh-uh. and ev- only time apparently that he's done physical harm to her. But she's like pissed at him. And Rocco shows up because he's part of the wedding in that he's uh, he works for a security company. He was a ranger in Afghanistan and okay. in the military. And then when he got out, he joined, you know, a private military contracting security firm, you know, works out of Chicago. Uh, he's really close friends with this super rich dude who owns the Chicago baseball team that is not the Cubs or the White Sox. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing. The they, other one. Well, it's the one thing they do in these in the contemporary. Oh, they books. make it up. They make up book. Yeah, they make up things because they see, they don't want to pretend. They don't like. They're like, well, I can't pretend it's really the owner of the Sox. People know right. who that is. You know, so it's yes. this non-existent fo- baseball team. Yeah. Anyway, and that's who's getting married is like the star pitcher is marrying. I don't know something. Whatever. All this stuff. They're all related. And so he's working as security. He sees her and is immediately in love with her. Oh. Yes. It, so Faded Mates does happen even in contemporary. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he ends up hearing the story and he's like, you know, it'll be really funny if we pretend to date and Richard will get really mad at oh, this. Oh, nice. So they, this book does say that it's a fake dating trope, but I have to call it out on that. Because okay. it's not. Because they're really dating? Well, yeah, the fake dating happens for like one evening and then they proceed to date. That's how all of them are. Yeah, but even in the other <laughs> books, they literally are like, we'll keep faking this. But this one, they don't even say they're going to fake it because they keep going to places where oh, Richard isn't. The whole point was to make Richard think they were yeah. dating. And then they keep going to events that Richard's not at. So it's like, what's the point? You're still dating. They, dating. Like They got real dating real serious real fast. Anyway. They're super cute together. He really likes her, but he doesn't think he fits in her world because she's got this, you know, fancy event planning, rich family, and he's just an Italian grunt from the military, you know? He has a lot of self-issues because his parent, he he comes from a broken home and his his mom abandoned him. Well, he tried to protect his mom during her second pregnancy with his brother from an abusive father. And then as soon as she gave birth, she basically blamed him somehow and like ran away. And so he was raised by his grandparents and all this stuff. He's got issues. She's got issues. she got her mommy issues. And she also doesn't think, you know, she's a little bit curvier and a little bit fuller and she doesn't fit the, the mold, especially Richard. Like all the girls that he yeah. hits on are really thin, beautiful types. And she's like... 
I don't know why he's even pretending to like me. Like, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. so they have all of those issues. There's no actual drama because it's not a paranormal book. <laughs> you mean the world isn't going to die? So at one point, she's in a car accident. And that's like the biggest event oh, no. of the book. <laughs> yeah. And he then breaks up with her right after that because he's like, no, she needs to. He doesn't have really good reason. He just does it because he's stupid. (laughs) The funny parts are there's a lot of. So the good things I want to get to are he works. So he he does his security work, but he also works at like a BDSM club as a dom or as a dungeon master. Maybe. Maybe that's the word. DM? Sure. I don't think it's that. But as like like an. You know, he makes sure the place stays safe. A security? Kind of. But then he also, they have a, they have a ladies book tea club. So ladies read a sexy book and come to tea and all of the men serve them naked. Oh, what? (laughs) Why isn't this a real thing? I know. We're not doing that. I know. As we're recording. Dan. And they get like foot massages or shoulder massages and like foot baths. And then they get like little tea service. Like the the men bring them their tea service and they sit there in these like lounger chairs and discuss this fucking romance book that they all just read while getting like massaged by naked hot dudes. Who is this by? Who wrote this? Danya Voss. Danya. Danya Voss. Can we please collaborate and make this shit fucking happen? That is... It has a really cute name and I've forgotten it now, but I definitely was like, I love everything about this. This is one of my favorite things. That's so cool. What else? There were so many things I wanted to talk to you about it, but then like obviously it's been a week, so I forgot (laughs) a lot of... um, But there's a lot of really positive mental health stories in this. So, like, they all are struggling, but, like, all of the guys that work at the security, his brother, everyone is really encouraging him to get into therapy because he obviously has PTSD and he has, like, nightmares and stuff. And so he starts going to a therapist and dealing with it in a way that's really healthy and... They have a big reconciliation with her mom at the end where they realize, like, her mom had a terrible mom. Mm. And all of this was just, like, rolling downhill. And so, like, her brother and father kind of stand up and are like, dude, you have got to stop being a bitch. Because she was pushing this Richard relationship, like, yeah. over and over. Like, when she w- when Hannah was in the hospital after the car accident, they wouldn't let Rocco in because he's not family. So even though she was like, no, I want him uh-huh. in. He's my boyfriend. I really care. And they're like, no. That's what was like. He's not family. He can't go see you then the the parents show up and they bring richard which is like so fucking like richard shows up to all these things that i'm like why is richard there (laughs) and then like later the mom was like i can't believe you went home with rocco richard was really upset he didn't get to see you and like all this like and well because she never told her mom the kind of person richard was right everybody else knew it dad knew it brother knew it everyone knew that he was a cheater creep slime ball and Mm -hmm. she just wouldn't tell her mom that to back off she just kept saying just leave it alone i'm not interested in richard but that wasn't enough yeah and and so finally rocco goes in there after so they've broken up she's upset for like a week and then she realizes like no that's bullshit i don't want to be broken up i don't I, i don't accept this so she goes to the tea event 
And he's standing there naked, and she wants to have a talk with him. Wait, they're naked? Yes, the men are naked. Like, just like a bow tie? Maybe? Bow tie, yes, 100%. They are wearing a bow tie. I can't get over this. Yes. And so they're they're naked, and she's trying to talk to him, and he won't put his clothes on because he knows that, you know, she can't pay attention, or doesn't concentrate well when he's naked. <laughs> so he thinks he can just get her to, like, leave or something. So she's, like, the whole time he's been building up her confidence, and so he, they have a rule whenever they're together alone in one of their homes they have to be naked she's not allowed to wear clothes i mean he doesn't either but like that she's the one with the hate you know with the body image issues up until this point in their relationship so she starts getting really comfortable being naked so she goes fine if you won't change i'll change so she strips naked at the tea club to have this conversation with him and he immediately like loses his shit because he's like there's other men here yeah seeing her naked and he's not okay with that so they get pulled into like the owner's office and she's just like i have stuff to say so she's sitting there naked and he's just like please don't be naked anymore like like because this other dude is like looking at her and he's like i hate this so much and she's like i wanted to be with you i think this is stupid she like she just lays it all out and she's like and i think you need to figure it out and pull your head out of your ass really soon and then she stands up and like walks out of the (laughs) out of the office office and like grabs her clothes and puts them on and then all of the guys like give him a bunch of shit like get your shit together now he doesn't do it for another like two weeks because it's so stupid like it takes him way too long that's way too long but he does kind of figure it out at one point and he storms into her mom's office and explains to her mom that he loves hannah and he's not going anywhere and then she's and then he goes you know richard like fucking bruised her arm at that one wedding and that he's cheats and sleeps around with everybody and she mm-hmm. her mom was like i did not know that and everyone's like yeah and i was like dad why didn't you fucking say something like i was gonna say if everybody knows that especially dad and brother yeah I'd like, like seriously i'd pull my wife aside and be like stop pushing this asshole on my only fucking daughter he's a piece of shit yeah and a brother would have been a little bit more protective i yeah. think well, I don't wow. know that they knew about the arm thing because that was pretty secret. Okay. But they definitely okay. knew about like him being a shitty person. Everyone yeah. knew Richard was a shitty person. But then at the end, like he's super nice. <laughs> like he, I, I know it's super weird. Like he and her yeah. have this moment where he's just like, uh, I don't really like you, and I shouldn't have been pretending like I wanted to get us married and all i mean he really comes out like everyone comes out night like mom has a 180 degree turn she's like i realize i've been too mean to you you're good and go on your own and do all th-. i mean everything comes out the way it's supposed to it's a contemporary romance so yes it's very sweet and then they they open up a shop together they both like encouraged each other to follow their dreams so like he is a really good cook but he doesn't mm. believe he's restaurant quality. And she basically makes a connection between him and this one really famous Italian restaurant mm-hmm. in town. And he shows up and they start using his sauce, his recipe for sauce. And oh. he puts like four different dishes on the menu. And he's a part-time chef at their restaurants now. Nice. And then she's always been a designer and a, dress, a wedding dress designer. And so oh. he like took her designs and sent them to like this Italian design house. And now they show up in town and they're like we want to carry your line (laughs) wow so now like yeah it's like two years later and they're married and they have a kid and her wedding dress uh boutique is you know open in dozens of cities and they have a show basically like a say yes to the dress show and okay and he's a chef i mean it's just so so cute it's just like follow your dreams and support each other in a way that's super adorable oh 
I love it. And there's a whole bunch of super sexy sex. <laughs> I was going to ask you about it's that. It's real like, steamy. How steamy is it? It's real steamy. It's a, it's a rated, yeah, like an X-rated steamy level <laughs> sex. Yeah, it's all good. It's nice. all good. Yeah. Now, does it take long to get into this? No, the sex, it starts pretty quickly because, like I said, they kind of start fake dating pretty fast like their fake dating becomes real dating really fast whereas sometimes fake dating tropes they don't end up actually having sex until really late because yeah yeah so do they they i mean they only have like one fake date but do they fuck on the fake date they don't fuck that night of the wedding oh (laughs) that's the cute part so she she goes because he's part of like he was she was just the event planner for the wedding but he's like part of the friend group for the wedding so the next day I think is a brunch or something and she go or maybe it's the following week and he invites her to go with him to the brunch and so she goes and she's meeting a lot of people who she didn't meet before and there's these two grandmas who just love Rocco and one of them hands her four condoms (laughs) (laughs) for her sexy times with Rocco and so she's (laughs) she's like they, he drops her out because he picked her up for the day and he drops her off and she's finally like, I just want to do this, right? So she's kind of like tries to get him into the, her apartment and he comes in and they're making out and she's like, don't worry, I got condoms from grandma, blah, 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 and Grammy Gogo, you know, like whatever the two grandma's uh, yeah, names yeah. are. And he's like, there's no way I can fuck you with grandma condoms. <laughs> and so he goes down on her and then he leaves. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Nice. You can fucking use grandma yeah. condoms. Oh my god, that's so funny. He's like, but those are my grandmas. Well, they're not his grandma. No, I know, I know, I know. But they're like, just somebody's grandma. Grandma condoms. So but he, what are grandmas doing with condoms? I this don't know, awesome. but it was one of the funnier scenes. It was that super so cute. Cool. And then it became like a running joke because the next time, like he, she went over for dinner and he was like, I have real condoms now. <laughs> And she's like, okay, well, I mean, I still have grandma condoms in my purse, so <laughs> if we ever need awesome. them. But it was very cute. So yeah, it gets se- you get sex pretty fast in it. Not you don't are you aren't waiting too long. And, okay. And, and there's fun. really very little like drama, mm. and at most it's just them being dumb and going no little dates. Oh, <laughs> oh. You deserve better than me. <laughs> The same old stuff. Yeah, the whole, like, he's just convinced that she should be with Richard, even though he hates Richard. Oh, no. And she hates Richard, and he's like, no, she probably deserves Richard. It's like, nobody deserves, Richard doesn't deserve anybody. (laughs) I just love it, because they're all like, that That reminds me of so many different fake girlfriend, fake boyfriend Mm -hmm. uh, books that we've read. Mm -hmm. Like, that reminds me a little bit of... uh, a fake boyfriend for Chinese New Year. Oh yes, and that's that. You know, this is like you deserve so much more. Or, or even the um, my fake uh demon girlfriend or something like that. The one faking it with the demon. Yeah, faking it with the demon. And even the one I think it was Millie Tatum's first book that we read where she was the wedding planner. Oh right. Terrible mom, but it was a threesome. It was our first threesome. It was. And she was a curvy girl and like yeah, so like all of these it's just twice the growl. Yeah. All these memories of all these cool books that we've read and that's neat to see I love contemporary form. Yeah. I mean especially in contemporary fake dating is one of my favorite fucking tropes 
I will still, like, as much as I loved and enjoyed this book, I think calling it a fake dating trope was a little bit of a stretch because they literally have the plan for one evening (laughs) and then they start going on actual dates. Whereas in the other (laughs) books, usually it's like they have to fake it so their family leaves them alone. Like, there was one, there's a movie that just came out, uh, Indian, like, uh, what was it called wedding season i think it's on netflix it's on maybe it's not just i don't know i just found it on netflix but it's called the wedding season and it's a you know a woman who whose indian traditional indian parents are like you know putting her up on indian dating apps and are like you must get married and you have to go to all the weddings because that's how you meet people and she's like i don't have time i'm busy and i have my life and i don't want to do that and and so she promises to go on one date and to like two weddings or something and she goes on this date and it's a disaster and she's like what if we fake dated so that our parents would get off our backs and he's just like okay but then like obviously they fall in love but they fake date for the whole season the whole wedding season they go to all the weddings so usually you know it takes like five or six fake dates before they're like maybe this attraction's real and then they like mm-hmm. make out one night and then like oh no i might love this guy right yeah but this one it's it's really like the fake is a fake the fake dating is no. fake because <laughs> even he was like i love this woman <laughs> literally from the first sight he was like i can't get yeah. enough of her I yeah have, that's a thing like i have to i have to find a way to keep her like be in her life and so he's like how about i pretend to be your i guess the wildest idea for a thing to happen at a wedding like for the event planner and one of the security guards to be like just be my fake i'll be your fake boyfriend and that way this other dude will just (laughs) be jealous and leave you alone and i'm like who came up with this idea and how and then they immediately actually went on real dates and i'm like yeah Yeah. that's no longer fake richard's not around can't go in secret places on a date like if they were in a small small town maybe maybe i get that because then people are spying and they can see mm-hmm. which is sort of kind of what uh, a fake girlfriend for chinese new year is about like yes it was absolutely in a smaller town but they were absolutely going on dates. well especially that one on the ice rink especially that was that a real one. fucking date like That's the, the, the rest of theirs kept being like public enough to be fake with their 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 parents would see them and stuff but that one didn't that one was like that's a real date (laughs) nobody's seeing this awesome oh i love it but yeah it's a very cute book not you know like sometimes some of the contemporary genres are like billionaire with young new bile yeah you know 20 year old and i'm always like i don't like these stories but that's not this they seem to be pretty close in age close in i mean he thinks he's below her status but he has self-esteem issues so, yeah you know and doesn't mix mix with her world <laughs> she's like my you're like my world's whatever i say my world is it's not what you think my exactly. world is you know sorry you don't get to make that decision for me you don't get to no so, <laughs> it was very very cute i really liked oh, it and like cool. i said i read it in one day it was just mm-hmm. a, a quick read really interesting and I, I recommend it. She also does write paranormal. Oh, okay. I, th- I think. I thought I looked it up and I was like, oh, she does write paranormal. So we might pick up one of her paranormals for the Sweet. future. So yeah. So Book Gush October, Danya Voss, Yay. Hannah's Bliss. Yay. Go for it, guys. I'll have to listen to it too. Or it's not an audio. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But now that you've got the book, I can just yes. borrow it for yes. about two years and maybe give it back because <laughs> I may have not have finished it. I saw some of my books on your bookshelf the other day when I was over. I was like, oh, that's where that book of mine was. <laughs> Did you, was it Neil Gaiman? Yes. Nevermore. Nevermore. <laughs> 
Never wear. Never wear. Never wear. Sorry. Never wear. Not never wear. Yes. That one is yours. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know that book. <laughs> I never gave it back. It's okay. I never got to finish it. It's okay. Yeah. Well, it's an audible if you ever want to. I think actually like two or three versions of it are an audible. So okay. You can really pick what you want to listen to. I will have to. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, well, cool. That's Thanks that. For Thanks for this it. special episode, guys. And we're gonna go now and just keep listening. Um, hopefully, a bunch of you joined us because of Book Gush October and are gonna stick around and listen to some of our other episodes. And uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We'd love it. But in the meantime, please follow us on all of our social media: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Shh, dirty books in all of those places, or you can email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And all of those are sh with three H's. And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. And um, yeah, we'll be probably doing a lot more of these. So thank you for joining us for this. And I guess uh, that's it. We'll yeah. uh, talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to sh reading dirty books with Galena and Salet. Be sure to tune in to the next episode with some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>